Hello, hello, beautiful Fill Your Cup family. Welcome back to another episode of Fill Your Cup. This is your host, Emily Marie. You're going to hear me do like a slightly same introduction as we get into today's episode. I have an amazing guest on today, the beautiful Miss Danielle Rosado. She has been a soul sister um, since like 2018, 2019, we rediscovered, um, in this episode when we met. So it's an awesome episode where we are going to jam on the astrology of October, the energy of October, um, really supportive guidance around the astrology. Danielle is an amazing astrologer, a healer, a space holder, all things in between, Um, Our Leo Risings really get together on this episode and jam the fuck out. So please sit back, relax. There's so much info in today's episode. Um, So yeah, enjoy. Our intention is to support you through the month of October to empower you really not to give up. There is so much space and waiting time and just like this in-between period we're in right now and we really unveil a lot of that in this episode. Um, So yes, I'm so excited for that. The last thing I want to note, which I think is so freaking funny... And this is that I am actually a Leo Mars. I am not a Gemini Mars. And I think it's so funny. I always mix those up. This is such a beautiful reflection of what we talk about in the episode of being human. Even though I talk about astrology, I live astrology, I'm aligned with the cosmic movements. Um, I love the way astrology can really support us in getting to know ourselves and like support us in navigating our human experience even more. Um, long story short we all I still make mistakes I still screw things up so yes I just want to correct that before we get into this I am a Leo Mars not a Gemini Mars we jam a lot um Danielle gives awesome information about um Gemini Mars and that energy and what you might be feeling though so it is great my last little note is I could not edit out the little beginning part so you're gonna hear me say something about zoom take a deep breath before we get in the episode um so just a heads up but I am sending you all so much freaking love I hope you have a beautiful October you continue to remember how amazing you are how resilient you are and how intuitive you are. Trust yourself. Do not give up hope. Keep that vision. Keep on going. You freaking got this. I hope you enjoy today's episode. And until the next time we connect. <sighs> hello, hello, beautiful Fill Your Cup family. Welcome back to the Fill Your Cup podcast. I am so freaking excited to have a guest, like finally a guest. I feel like I've been talking to the microphone the past few episodes. Finally, a guest back on the Fill Your Cup podcast. Um, Actually, it's been like a full year plus time since I've had a yummy, juicy conversation and like have been able to record it and get it out there for y'all to listen to. So today as my bugle climbs behind me. Sorry if you hear him this episode. It is real life. You see, yeah, right there. Um, There might be a little noise in the background, but we are rolling with it because I have my beautiful guest, Danielle, on today. Miss Danielle, we met like however many years ago 
in 2019, I think it was at an in-person event um, and have since just stayed connected online. And I think we've both really just witnessed each other grow so much. We've like the last messages, I think that we were messaging with each other were such a mirror for each other. Danielle is an astrologer, a healer. Like I know we've lived past lives together. The place we're both Leo risings, like the places mm -hmm. we will go in this conversation is gonna be so juicy um, because we're on such similar paths, but having our own experiences as we all are. Um, this episode, we are going to dive into whatever wants to come through as always, but really talk about October, um, kind of retrograde season, eclipse season, um, what is going down and just sharing our experiences, our knowledge around it as well. Um, I know that always supports me to be able to share and also in hopes to support y'all, whoever is listening. So I will make sure that all of Danielle's, um, places you can find her are in the show notes because you're going to want to like run after this episode probably like pause the episode during and go find her and then come back you know what I mean um so I'm going to stop talking I am going to give the space over to Danielle just introduce yourself sister um and yeah we'll go from there I'm so freaking excited Emily, I really did not remember that we met through, was that Bold Leap Live? Is that yeah. where we met? Yeah. Like wow. I met your mom too. I was like, this mother-daughter relationship is like so freaking yummy. Like it's so oh, healing. Yeah. Oh, and what a celebration that was for me because it was kind of like this initiation that I was going through mm. during that time. 2019 was so life-changing. And I remember that specific um, event we were graduating as, you know, new business owners. And I was just at like the, just not even like the peak. I was like, I was probably at the peak of my spiritual awakening. I'll say that I reclaimed my power that year. So when we first met, it was me just like blooming wow. into like, okay, I understand myself. I know that I'm going to start this path of, you know, really claiming myself as a healer, claiming myself as a entrepreneur. And so it's so interesting. We met right at that time, but I was still just beginning and I feel wow. like I'm still just beginning, but, um, wow, I love this. So Anyways, hello, my loves. Thank you for mm. everyone who's listening. My name is Danielle Rosado. Uh, like Emily said, I am an astrologer. I am a Reiki master healer. Um, I am very much a channel in all mm. of the ways. And I feel that uh, my channel just continues to open up, um, especially once we're dropped in with such like embodied, incredibly like integrated souls such as Emily. Mm. So I'm really excited to see what comes through because I feel like the time is now for this mm. conversation. And just in general, like whenever I'm, created like this space to just like intuitively see what shows up and there's no real plan and there's no real outcome or expectation we get to just play with the possibilities of whatever you were all meant to listen to and receive at this time 
So if everyone just opens their hearts to whatever they were meant to receive at this exact time, whenever you receive it, even if it's past October, please know it's exactly what you were meant to hear. And yeah, we're going to, we're going to dive deep. I'm so excited. This month is just going to very much change. I know my life. I've been talking about October, Emily, since before 2022 started. Mm. So I'm very much anticipating uh, what's to come because I've been talking about this for over a year. And isn't that so fascinating when you can finally like see it in real time and be like, wow, okay, we're here. Um, But there's really no planning of any of it. You can only... um, understand the possibilities of the energies and how they're going to work together but like when you're living it in real time and you're really seeing like wow oh my goodness like it's happening like this is it this is what I was thinking this is what I was you know the premonitions the what you were Mm. desiring like when you witness it um but it's showing up in so many different ways um it's pretty it's pretty extraordinary so yeah So please, um, Emily, how has, first of all, we just got out of the Mercury retrograde just a few days ago. Okay. (laughs) And I've been saying it's been a little bit of a hangover, just a little bit, just, Mm. just for this week, um, for many reasons. So curious in regards to like how you've been transitioning outside of the Mercury retrograde that was in Libra and then it entered Virgo. And now it's direct and it's still in Virgo. So how have you been? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, well, okay. So as a Gemini um, sun, Gemini Mercury, Gemini Mars with a Virgo moon, I I have fallen in love with Mercury retrograde. Like I love working with his cycles and I feel like my intuition is lit the fuck up. So- this past year, I've really been instead of, and you know, too, like Mercury retrograde always gets a bad rap. Like it's such a beautiful Mm -hmm. time to just like be in your experience and work with your cycles. And so this is the first year that I've really had that perspective of like, Mm -hmm. okay, it's shit, shit might hit the fan, but that's like supposed to happen like in that time span so that we can be like triggered into what we're meant to like do and where we're meant to be. Like the Mm -hmm. things that like go wrong, like they're meant to go like off because Mm -hmm. we were, I've found, especially this cycle, um, that I was so comfortable just like in the places, environments I've been in, um, that Libra energy of relationships is really big right now of just like letting go and ending relationships. Um, Mm -hmm. the word boundaries has come up on every single, retrograde cycle this year and so this just refinement of boundaries and standing up for myself and like Mm. really as I'm talking about it it's been such a evolution in like grounding into my root values Mm. and like really like letting go of codependency which Mm -hmm. is strengthening my boundaries but when I talk about root values like my specific experience right now is like I'm so done with the restaurant industry Mm. because of the how uh, not sustainable it is for my energy like I know I can do it but it's Mm -hmm. too much my 
mm-hmm. mental health, my, my nervous system. Like I've done it for a year. I started mm-hmm. to manage two restaurants four months ago, mm-hmm. uh, which lined with like the last Mercury retrograde. Mm-hmm. And so when I started that, things really started to like kind of just like shit hit the fan in a sense, which was my deep dark night of the soul again of around like just all of the things we were just talking about. And then when this Mercury retrograde hit, I got bit by my fucking dog, like on like the first day of re- oh like gosh. when Mercury yeah, went retrograde, like that's a whole story in itself. But yeah, so yeah. that physically made me like, I can't work. Like you're asking me to work. I can't do these things like you're asking me to do and noticing just how no one was like, doing things for me but I would fucking drop anything to do things for other people that big like as I'm even talking about it I feel like the release of like that a deep root of codependency like let me put myself and do this everything for you before I put myself first but last year and kind of like touching base on that 2019 and I'm sure we'll talk about this even more in the episode like we are in such a big cycle of like Mm -hmm. 2018 was year number one where a lot of us I know that was my first year of spiritual awakening like whoa this Mm -hmm. is a thing without knowing it then 2019 was that deepening into okay here we are really like opening like you said starting our businesses that's where we met 2020 was like this deep obliteration of like it was COVID so it was like all of our foundations we had to make new foundations and really show up for ourselves 2021 is was last year was like a deeper awakening into again just that building on those foundations that we've created and now we're at this peak point almost of like this very big churning point of 2022 which I'm sure again we'll get into here but Mm -hmm. it's so beautiful how we can like I, I know I'm all over the place, but my audience already knows I'm a Gemini. It always connects. So, um, but how like the cycles always connect and yes. how like powerful it is to work with energetic cycles, astrological cycles again, um, and how you like literally evolve so quickly in just like five years. Like you were saying, it's just the beginning. Like it yes. is just the beginning. We are in such like, five years is nothing when you talk about 10, 20, 30, like we want to do this for the rest of our lives. Right. So, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. I'm so all over the place, but all of that being said, like it's been a wild ride. This Mm -hmm. last Mercury retrograde has really placed me in a place where like, okay, I am taking fucking action. Like you said, October is the month. There is no more waiting around. I feel in my fucking bones, like what is coming for me? I've been asking for more open space, more time. And I just, I know everything I'm asking for is coming. And right now, as we're recording this, we're just in such a thick, like waiting in between period it's so fucking uncomfortable so intense because our body again like feels what's coming but our mind is like but the this happened in the past and this is so out of your comfort zone and like illogical that this could never happen and that is where we're at right now so I'm gonna stop Mm -hmm. there because I like again I could talk forever but your turn to take that over Because it Mm -hmm. is that turning point, that like thick evolution of like, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I mean? So I know exactly what you mean. And you were definitely not all over the place when it comes to <laughs> the timeline of everything kind of starting at 2018. Yes. Um, we oh, know shit, that was girl. when Uranus entered Taurus. And for me and you, we <sighs> have Taurus as our midheaven, right? Oh my God. I just got massive chills, you guys. I like, I'm like yeah. cringing. Like I have so much chills. <laughs> so we recognize for you and I, especially any Leo risings out there, that was a big pivotal year or any Taurus moon, um, Taurus suns, Taurus risings, because that was a pivotal time for us when it comes to, um, you know, the Taurus energy being with Uranus. Mm. Uranus has a lot to do with that, you know, sudden turn of events and unexpected, you know, surprises and really just a redirection of our karma. And so as Mm. we know, there's been a lot happening, especially this year with that turning point energy. I always think of the turning point with Uranus because Mm -hmm. we have to remember that, and this is all going to tie back into October because we have to remember that, the North node being, you know, the collective destiny, the direction we're all meant to be in um, at this time, especially once it shifted into Taurus in January of 2022, and it's going to stay there until July of 2023. So we're still in this. So it's really for all fixed signs. Let's go back. This is for all fixed signs, especially Mm. fixed signs being Leo, Taurus, Scorpio, and Aquarius, sun, moon, and risings. Okay. We've been through it and (laughs) things are continuing to change because Uranus is basically the culprit. Okay. Uranus is asking for you to change. And if you've been on a path and you've been trying to build things and kind of like what Emily was saying, creating a foundation, which is very Mm -hmm. Taurus, right? Like we want to create these new, stable, sustainable, consistent, reliable foundations for ourselves, which Mm -hmm. includes financial security. It includes feeling safe within ourselves. It includes, you know, treating our bodies the way that we want to treat our bodies and really honoring our energy, honoring our cycles. So everything you're saying, Emily, is definitely not all over the place. It's right on point. It's just learning like, or just kind of tying, like you're saying, how how everything is connected. So really like when people communicate with me about what's going on with them, either presently or from the past or what they've been through for the past couple of years, I just see things through the lens of, like you're saying, the cycles. And I know that that's exactly your, you know, expertise as well. Like, you know, the dates of when things started and you know, when things are going to kind of um, release and relieve ourselves. And this is exactly what we're talking about right now. Um, we are in a waiting period right now when we're recording this on October 5th, right? Like we Mm. recognize that in between, since we left Mercury retrograde, but we still have so many other planets in retrograde, but we are kind of like right now, I would say it's felt very intense with, like you said, the past of like, kind of, okay, we learned from the past. We knew how to um, shift our energy from what we know we don't want or what we're no longer available for or what we have um, just cultivated for ourselves from the past. But now it's like, okay, we're in this space of we're very clear of what we want and what we don't want. 
and it's right in front of us. It's almost like a dangling carrot. It's like right in front of us. Like we can literally see what is, what's showing up for us. But at the same time, we know that like the steps that it's going to take to get there is really not, um, we can't plan it. And we also like can't expect anything because when we're talking about a turning point energy and we're talking about Uranus still being in Taurus, it's going to stay here until 2026. I also have goosebumps. Mm. We need to learn, if anything, when it comes to our foundation, we need to learn how to also continuously go with the flow. We need to learn how to redirect our energy and come back to our place of truth and to our grounding when things don't go exactly how we thought they were supposed to. And when we are the ones who are creating this change, such as, you know, making new choices and making big decisions, either saying no to something or saying yes to something, or even if we are being pushed into something or being pushed out of something, we as individuals need to know how to manage our energy and how to not like spiral when these twists and turns are kind of showing up for us. So really like our only job is to continue regulating ourselves and continue, like I kept, I keep hearing like, keep your eye on the vision. Like, don't distract yourself. Don't think that it it's lost somewhere or like these intentions and what you've been desiring to call in is just all of a sudden like disappeared and it's nowhere to be found. Like if you felt disconnected from the result or from the outcome because this retrograde season really has just been slow mm-hmm. and asking for you to be patient and asking for you to just remember like, you know, the daily things that you can control and what you have and not get so caught up in like what's not here yet. Mm-hmm. As soon as you come back to that place of just like, I remember my truth and I'm here now and it's coming, it's on its way, but I just can't um, lose myself in this process, mm-hmm. right? I can't lose myself and I can't lose sight of what I know is coming, but I also have to be on guard and know that like where I'm at right now is temporary. And also like what it's gonna take to get to what I really want deep down inside can also be temporary steps along the way. It's not always gonna be this like big jump into the new the new um, chapter without these like possibilities of like things actually being temporary along the way. Does that make sense, Emily? A thousand. Oh my God. Yes. I'm like, yes, 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 yes. You are finally speaking what's been in my head. And I've been talking to my boyfriend about, he's like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, yes. Thank you. Um, Mm -hmm. But that is so, let me just sit in that for a minute because I have so many things to say. Thank you so much. I'm so happy this worked today um, because that I'll go back to I guess what the first point wants to come through is when you said like keep the vision or like hold that vision like I literally texted that to one of my um like soul sisters like the uh, like yesterday we met last week for the first time since 2018 we were talking first time mm-hmm. we met in person and here we are and so anyways her big message right now and for everyone just keep that vision just it is so close we can literally feel it and I already said this in this episode but it's like that 
doubt gets in the way that fear that it's not going to happen and like Danielle was just saying how can you regulate how can you manage like those intense because it's intense it is like a full body like I'm like hot because I'm in the middle of something right now of just like this transition and so this self-regulation of okay let's pause let's slow down let's take two breaths to ourselves. right let's put our hands on our heart if it's not two breaths it's three five ten like maybe it's a full meditation for like two minutes you know it doesn't have to be like like Danielle was just saying too you don't have to we don't have to spend a full hour meditating anymore like I feel like that was such a old timeline of like you need to spend this much time doing this you need to spend that much time doing that like no things are moving so quickly like finding those tools and creating that space that works for you it's going to look so different for everybody so I just want to share that because I know that I was used to be so stuck on like, well, if I don't have a full morning routine, then I'm not going to have that space. And then my day's thrown off and my manifestation isn't going to come true because I didn't create the space enough to like, you know what I mean? So what Danielle's saying too, and I really feel like what this, the past few years, but what this year has been solidifying is like finding those space, sacred spaces all the way throughout your day. A sacred space is literally your breath connection with yourself is like that minute of just like closing your eyes going to the bathroom while you're at work like sitting in the stall and being like what the fuck like checking in with yourself that self-awareness of just like how many times can you connect back in and when things on the outside which retrograde season has been since like June right Saturn I mean always retrograde season but really Saturn and Aquarius I felt kick that shit off it's been yeah since then just that up and down of just unexpectedness and all over the place and like really fucking challenging like I know I lost hope like Mm -hmm. I lost the vision I Mm -hmm. got so inundated with the day-to-day the human shit and like I always thank God have my root foundation of my tools of my self management, my expression, like those spaces, like I know myself to like where I can find that balance and feel okay. But like, also, it's been fucking hard. Um, So bringing that back in, I really think that that's what this year is teaching us. Like, the human experience is the spiritual fucking experience like Mm -hmm. being able to have and use those tools of regulating your nervous system of like doing a little breath work session in your car or grounding Mm -hmm. in and like envisioning and getting into that element for like you know um to support you through your experience so That's what I have to say about all of that. And um, just, I guess, before I pass it off to you too, just like, it's coming. Like, I have never felt so big, like in the past five years of doing this work for myself and then years of work for, with working with other people, I've never felt so big, like in my body, in my intuition that like what we want is coming And I've never been so clear that it's so fucking uncomfortable because physically it hasn't come in yet. That's literally like what we're waiting for and what Daniel's talking about, like that little gap of like, okay, we're just waiting. We're just waiting. And 
not attaching to a certain outcome because that's what keeps us stuck. If we attach to that, like, well, it has to be this way. It has to be this way. We don't leave space for other opportunities, other magic and experience to come in. Um, Miracles. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. The magic of the universe, miracles. Um, Mm -hmm. So I'll stop there. Whoa. No, I think that's perfect. I want to touch up on something in regards to my own experience when it came to, I remember June, because June was around the summer solstice energy, right? Like cancer season. Mm-hmm. And so we know that summer solstice energy is like that halfway point of the year. And I remember for myself, I'm getting goosebumps again, um, what was coming up for me. And I personally think it's something a lot of people are, are experiencing because of different reasons. And I'm going to touch up on it and circle it back to October because it's very connected. What I personally think happens in regards to like what we were saying, losing hope or, you know, losing sight of the vision is this sudden like identity crisis that shows up. And especially as business owners, at least I know for me, um, you know, we do, we uh, attach ourselves to specific things and titles or career choices, or even just like the money that's coming in our bank account or how we are being of service to people, whatever, right? Whether you're a business owner or not, you may have been noticing some type of who am I, what is happening, right? Like, like, um, who am (laughs) I without that person, right? If we're going to talk about relationships, who am I without that person? Who am I without that job? Who am I without that title? Who am I without that income bracket? So we attach ourselves to specific things, people, places, locations, right? Um, And when we're in this energy this year, specifically for 2022, we had that South Node, right? South Node in astrology is the karmic point, right? It's the node of the moon that has a lot to do with what we have to let go of and release and detach from. And in Scorpio, there's a lot of grief. There's a lot of loss. So when we're talking about a year of, you know, trying to find ourselves and create new foundations and not lose sight of the vision, but at the same time, when there's grief involved, it could be things that we know are no longer serving us that we've attached our identity to in some way, shape or form. And now that thing, we outgrew it or it quite literally got taken away from us. And I'm putting that in quotation marks because it was just divinely meant to be out of our hands and we weren't supposed to be there anymore. And we don't understand why, right? And we're, we're fighting and our ego is gripping on to that thing because we are now needing to rebirth into this new version of ourselves, into the next level, whatever way you want to like verb, whatever verbiage you want to put on that. But it is quite literally going to feel like a separation of self while you are, you know, kind of putting the puzzle pieces back together and trying to figure it out of like, well, who am I now? And so I remember in June, once that Saturn retrograde hit, because we were out of like, you know, we, we did have a lot of um, spaciousness when there were no planets retrograde and like, right. I think it was April. Oh and then I literally can't happened. remember that time because of yeah. how it was, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. But it was, but what was happening was it was eclipse season totally. at the same time. Oh. 
Mm-hmm. So that was really kind of what picked up the energy of like, Tied okay, you, together. right. Oh you, God. you could definitely have like no retrogrades, but I'm just going to throw an eclipse at you. Oh, and then, oh you know, the collective God. is going to fall apart and you know, it's fine, but it's all good. But basically I remember in June, um, that's what happened. I had to reclaim mm. my power in that summer solstice energy of like, no, I know exactly who the fuck I am. Mm. And I am not here to play small. I am not here to, you know, like I just very much like let go of the previous, the first six months of 2022, because Mm. I remember I was getting really caught up in this weird, like, I remember a lot of planets were in Pisces too. So Mm. even as a Pisces sun and a Pisces Mercury, and I have a lot of planets in the 12th house, girl, I was die like I was like I can't I, I can't be in this like I need some fire energy like I need some air energy like I can't be in this water and I think that that's also what's happening in October right we're gonna enter that water season again and people get really lost in it they kind of drown in it sometimes and we have to learn how to like navigate that water energy without kind of losing ourselves in the emotions of it right so within that, I remember I had to reclaim that. And ever since then, things have turned around in rapid ways for me. But then during this Mercury retrograde, I, I felt everything slow down again. And I was like, oh gosh, like I could literally feel it in my sacral chakra. I was like, I'm going to die here. Like I can't, <laughs> like, I was like, I, I need things to keep flowing. I felt like the receptivity that I was in, that was kind of a little, I don't want to say effortless, but it was feeling very like, okay, like things are always here and I'm okay. And I'm supported. And you have to understand as a business owner, this is my everything. This is how I pay for everything. So when things slow down and you're not as receptive um, in the material um, sense of things, it can definitely feel very triggering. Um, And so there's parts of that, that I needed to, again, just acknowledge that there's phases, that there's timing. And it's, it's funny because as an astrologer, you think it would be a little easier, but it's not. (laughs) Totally. Holy shit. Right. You're like, I tell people to like, it's okay. Like, wait all the time. Like people, we are right there with you. Like and mm-hmm. there's that root knowing of like, okay, we get it, but like, fuck, it's fucking hard. It's that not easy. Hard. You can, and- you could. That's exactly what happened to me too. Um, I was laughing at the content that I was writing that day for <laughs> everyone else, but then I like an hour later was having the same freakout moment that I just read my piece of content and was like, Danielle, are you listening to yourself? Like yes. you're just coaching yourself at this point. Like <laughs> that's so real, but that's like the truth. Like, that's why I love you so much because you're so fucking real and like you, it is your experience. And that's like why I love astrology and probably why you do too. Cause it literally is like as above, so below, like you can't make this shit up. And no. we've lived so many of the same cycles in different ways that like it is again that full body integration of like bitches just slow down like just wait like you know this cycle is just gonna play out again doesn't take away from like the challenge of the actual because that's like the human part of it we're human in soul the human is programmed to like like 
you got to figure it out. You got to figure out what's next. Like when I went in for an interview today, I'm not going to say, I know I'm going to get it. Cause obviously unexpected everything. Mm-hmm. And that feeling of like, I know this is next, how quickly it's going to move. I get it. But that human aspect of like, well, what if this, and then what if that, and then all of that fucking doubt. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's so real and it comes up and just like, we've been talking about being able to like manage that. And when you catch yourself, how can you come back to center? Like, how can you find that presence again? Reconnect with that soul, that intuition of like, okay, wait, like, let's just pause. Let's just slow down. And then Mm -hmm. you can go back into the human doubt right after, but then you're going to catch yourself. Mm -hmm. And then you'll just continue that process of like coming back home to the point where it's literally like we're feeling now, like I'm home. I fucking get it. Like I'm here, right? Yeah. Mm. Oh, girl. Yeah, no, you're speaking to my soul. I literally told at least three people this past week when they were kind of, you know, sharing their experiences and they were sharing things that I, the only response I could say is that fucking sucks. Like I had to just like, let them know like I'm sorry dude like that fucking sucks and like sometimes like you know people look at me as like you know the person who's inspiring and empowering and has like all the right words and like and I'm very good at shifting perspective when I can and I will at all times find a new way of seeing things but at the same time like there's moments when we need to just be in that human experience and say, yo, I'm sorry. Like, you know, sometimes like shit happens and that just fucking sucks. And like, we just need to like feel the like loss of something or feel like the chaos of something without trying to manipulate it to be something that it's not right. It's like, sometimes we have to kind of be a little bit more upfront and direct of like, you know, let's just feel what you're feeling together and Mm. let's be in it and let's not get stuck in it. Let's not, you know, attach ourselves to it. But at the same time, let's fucking feel that. Like, you know, I'm sorry that you're going through this. So there's pieces of it that I've also really just, especially during that Mercury retrograde, like, hey, I'm here and I'm also in it and I love you and I support you and obviously I can give them some hope of what's coming, but I can also just remind them that they are right on time because most of the time, like you said, however it manifests, it's all within exactly, like it all has similar themes mm-hmm. and it's, it's all very, it's all very familiar to a mirror of our own experiences in some way. So, and I think that that's also just a little side note for you and I, Emily, I think that's also very much a Leo thing that Mm -hmm. we can see ourselves within other people. And that's why we, people sometimes think we're talking about ourselves, but really it's because we are reflecting how we can relate to them. It's our way of relating. So, and that's also very Libra. I think you might have Libra somewhere. And I know my Jupiter. I have to, uh, yeah, I was going to say, I think. But I I know because I'm finally like understanding like when your Jupiter like is in that when you're going through that season. (laughs) Yeah, you're going through like the best, but like also like what the fuck type of experience, but in the best way, like um, I'm a third house um, Libra. 
So, yeah. and I'm a big Gemini. So <laughs> yeah, all of, all of that. And I fucking love what you just said about Leo. Like totally, like I love reflecting back what I can see and shifting that perspective and supporting you. And I can see also where, well, you're just talking about yourself and you're talking about this, like it's a big balance and I'm sure you've yeah. grown with it and understood it, but uh, mm -hmm. holding space, we got that big heart and that's what we're mm -hmm. here to do. Yes. Um, Yes. So, so like so much. Yes. And so juicy. Um, and just tapping back into and just touching base. Cause I want to ask you about this full moon that's coming up because I feel like it's really big. Yeah. It is. <laughs> um, I, the human this year, I think like, and since last fall equinox, like last September, October. Um, mm -hmm. so it's been a full year of that evolution in my experience um but this year 2022 is a merge of the human and like the spiritual practices a yes. merge of the human and soul in a way where it is that acceptance of like it literally can't be high vibes all day like you're gonna go through the shit and like be honest with yourself like be honest mm -hmm. with your emotion like the emotion is the spiritual experience like when you feel yes. and when you're in your body like I've said this multiple in multiple spaces on podcasts, maybe too, but like, I tr believe your intuition, you can interchange it with the word body and heart. Like that is your intuition. Mm -hmm. So when yes. you connect with your heart and when you connect with your physical human body, you're yes. unlocking your intuition. You're talking 100%. with yourself, like everything yes. fucking lives within our body. So yes. obviously we all start somewhere on the spectrum of understanding, like, intuition and this that the other but I wish that's kind of one thing I heard all the way in the beginning was mm -hmm. like being a human is like the experience and like feeling through your emotions versus like trying to escape them or yes. get out of a situation you know when it's time to like leave an environment but I've also learned this year how many times I've escaped an environment and yes. jumped into something new because I just didn't want to feel my emotions. Yes. So I, yeah, that's a big theme of this year too. So really holding yes. space for that like human, like we can't escape it. Like we all chose this lifetime, which is why like going all the way back to our first point of like don't give up like we chose this <laughs> lifetime like we chose yes. this moment like it really is here mm -hmm. and like we chose to do it like in the human way um yes. so mm -hmm. all of that yeah and that's all very tied to exactly what this full moon and this mm. eclipse season and october really is all about like this full moon in aries Going back to like what I just talked about with that identity crisis, right? Mm -hmm. Aries energy is the self. It's also the ego. There's a lot of Aries um, themes that has to do with ambition, being the self-starter, you know, kind of like initiating something new, the new beginning, the new chapter, it's the new cycle, but it's a full moon. And this specific full moon is going to be right near Chiron, which is literally... <laughs> Chiron and Aries, I always say, is the wound of not knowing themselves. Oh my God. Are so, Chiron and Aries retrograde as well? Yep, that's exactly yeah. right. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Chiron, <laughs> you know, the theme of Chiron, if you weren't 
born with Chiron and Aries. This is the theme for everybody right now. So wherever Aries is in your chart, whether that's your sun, moon, and rising, or you have a planet there, or you don't have any planets there, you still have it somewhere in your chart. Chiron brings this element of like wounds resurfacing, things that we need to acknowledge that we need to heal in this lifetime. There's a lot of insecurities. There's a lot of um, just old like possibly from childhood, possibly from even a past life. It's not even yours. It's probably conditioned from people around you. There's a lot with Chiron that people are afraid of. I will say that people get triggered when Chiron's energy shows up. The reason for that is because it is very, it it feels painful, right? It's not easy. But I always, again, <laughs> shift of perspective always just so oh. that people understand. And this is what this podcast really has been about. And Emily is such a advocate for this, that like we are meant to be healing during this full moon, especially. And when it comes to the healing piece, I personally feel when it comes to Chiron or even Aries, right? Because they're going to be together here. It's about acceptance and like acceptance of what you can control, right? Like things that are out of your control, we need to just learn like how to just accept things for what they are right now, but also forgiveness, right? Just a lot of forgiveness. So when it comes to specifically this full moon, because it's an Aries, it's forgiveness of the self. And so I personally think that this is going to be a really beautiful chapter of acknowledging the things that you know we have to just kind of like not because if you think of Aries energy it's it's the warrior right Mm -hmm. and so we know that like if we're really going to go into like let's say astrological technique right we could do it this way we can see that Aries is the warrior Aries wants to fight for something right Mm -hmm. so if I'm going to interpret this as like you know Chiron is here and it's like we have to actually acknowledge the things that we need to stop like fighting ourselves right like let's stop fighting ourselves okay that's what it is if if there's a conflict it's not so much about other people it's most likely a conflict of your inner demons right like just like shit that's coming up and it's probably projecting within other people so calling me out (laughs) (laughs) so there's a lot there right oh that God, it's like totally. it's not so much saying like don't blame other people no, but totally. it's but it's really just about taking personal responsibility and being honest like you said of like what am i fighting myself on right now and how can i accept and forgive myself in this moment and then if i again go back to the technique mar sorry aries is ruled by mars mm. mars is in gemini uh-huh. about to go retrograde this month and this is your Gemini Mars. It's also my Gemini Mars. Okay. So we're in a Mars return, you and I, we're going to be feeling this one. And, you know, Mars is a more personal planet. So this retrograde is going to feel, we're probably going to feel it more than like a Mercury retrograde, honestly, because it's literally our vitality. It's the way we take action. It's the way that we are progressing. And so if you thought that things slow down like things are really about to slow down and Mm. I feel that this full moon is going to kind of preface a little bit of the things that we're going to have to remember 
even during that Mars retrograde period, because, you know, it's just all connected. We know that. Right. So this is where we have to recognize if there's going to be a conflict within yourself or with other people, it could be through that Mars and Gemini energy, which is conflict of the mind, right? Like, you know, the anxiety conflict with words, right? Like if people are kind of saying things that are triggering you or um, bringing things up, right? Or it could be conflict between friends. It could be conflict between um, clients, right? Like there's, there's things that show up, especially for people I've, I've been thinking about this, people who have like uh, groups that they run, right? Like that they're trying to create community that, you know, these numbers are multiplying, right? You can even think about it just online through comments, right? Like sometimes when there's like a riff and like someone says something triggering, then everyone's going in on the comments, right? So there's, so there's parts of this that we have to understand, like it can show up in, in so many ways, it could be subtle or it could be big, it could be personal, or it could be just something that you're scrolling and you just come across it, right? It could be in little ways or big ways, but what we need to recognize is when we feel that fire within us, right? That's just like fuming right. and, we're, and we're realizing like we're putting ourselves in specific situations that like possibly could be ours, but also like, is it ours, right? right. So there's, there's pieces of this that we just are gonna have to learn how to um, discern what's ours, what's not ours, what we can control, what we can't control and how we can just come from a space of compassion and really just kind of like staying in your own lane, very full moon in Aries, right? Wow. Stay in your own lane. And so, yeah, I just went full circle on that one, but I, I think that, you know, are you feeling that? (laughs) No, no, that was perfect. And I'm like, too, like thinking how it is, because I'm still managing, like in the process of leaving one restaurant, managing one still, um and everyone is quitting right now and everyone is like um going out yeah burnt the fuck out um and so there's a lot of that I'm just thinking because I I call that the human world I'm like I have to go to the human world today um it's all the same but you guys know what I mean so just like noticing that too and how like it literally plays out everywhere like those people Mm -hmm. don't talk about retrogrades don't talk about spirituality don't talk about astrology and like look how like I'm like literally watching the cycles play out in front of me um and so yeah that's what I was thinking about when you were just like wrapping all of that up it's it's too real to ignore um and I think too another big thing that we can tap into and that I've been talking about I think all retrograde season um for myself especially is just finding and creating that space like and connecting to ourself and continuing to um slow things down like I've said like I've spelt out slow with like a hundred W's behind it like so many times in the past three months like slow it down as much as you can like if you think back to just the beginning of this year so much shit has happened like have you even allowed yourself to take the time to slow down to like whoa like I have grown I have changed look where I am now which allows that space of acceptance I love this like 
kind of theory I don't even know theory but this thing that I came up with like it was last year when I was running reset and renew like reflect accept and then celebrate like take time to pause take time to slow down reflect on what has gone down if it's the past week if it's just today like you can break it down to whatever like time span you want um if we're talking about the, the full moon in Aries and eclipse season, we're cycling yes. back to March, April. So yes. think about what was happening back then. Reflect. Let's move into that state when you allow yourself that space to pull back from everything going on. It allows more acceptance. It allows you to see things in a new perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, it allows you to like, almost to give yourself space to um it's almost call yourself out like be really Mm -hmm. nice to yourself while you're doing it because there is a calling yourself out in that space of acceptance sometimes like okay like I'm not gonna operate like this anymore it hasn't felt good you know but then after all when you move through all of that like fucking stop to celebrate yourself don't just move to the next thing like pause and like honor yourself like you fucking have like gone come far in a short amount of time like and it's not even about that but I know that's what a lot of the human is attached to is like well how far can I get here you know like give Mm -hmm. yourself the fucking credit you deserve because this has been a really hard year it's Mm -hmm. we're like still in that middle part of like waiting in the thick of it you know so like Mm -hmm as many times as you can work that process however you want you guys want to like take that but I love to work with that even writing down like I was just doing a TikTok earlier today and like what was coming through is right now is that first week of the post to shadow period of Mercury retrograde this is that week that's like that in between that we've been talking about but everything comes through so heavily like Mm -hmm. and so quickly and it can Mm -hmm. feel so overwhelming especially like if you're creative if you're more like tapped into all of this you know that we're talking Mm -hmm. about so it's like so much comes through how can you continue to create that space slow Mm -hmm. down and what I was getting to that point of expressing yourself so journaling going on walks like having conversations like this if you can with people this has been so like therapeutic and cathartic for me to be able to just like talk about the shit going on you know so that's a really really big free tool that you can use right now is just express yourself like go dance feel your emotions move through your body like how uncomfortable are they but like breathe through it like all of Mm. that you know no that's perfect I love that 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 practice specifically came through for you because if we think about Aries energy especially for that full moon um you know that's I always think of it as like go sweat it out right Mm. go move your body Aries is very much the physical just as much as we were talking about Taurus is the physical right it's like Aries is the body you know and this is also the energy of it want it, it wants to move and that's why it's always starting something it's always on the go but I love that you said it's like when you're slowing down as well right mm-hmm. um there's pieces of that that like you won't be you're going to be more intentional when you're slowing down mm-hmm. versus that Aries energy feels sometimes very impatient 
-hmm. and it feels like some of the shadows of it could be like the impatience, but also like impulsivity, just acting, doing things without thinking, right? And so there's parts of that, that it is more reactive rather than it is intentional. So Mm -hmm. I think that when we are moving, that energy through let's say the body right um especially if you're just kind of intuitively dancing or if you want to shake it out if you want to scream into the pillow if you want to just have a little bit more of that somatic release or however you want to treat your body that day it's perfect but I do I agree that like the slowing down and grounding is always going to mitigate any reactive behavior or like that sense of um, I should be doing something right now. And it's like, okay, let us make note that on that full moon, especially if we've been feeling like this push energy or like, I need to challenge myself in some new way. I need to do something right now that really Chiron is there. And there's pieces of that, that like you could be acting from a wounded space, like from a place of lack versus from a place of wholeness and from a place of intention. And so we just have to also recognize when we are taking action, right? Because that's kind of what Aries wants. Aries wants us to take action that we have, what is the intention of that action we're taking? And just recognizing, is that coming from a place of ego or is that coming from a place of soul? right? Is that like a soul truth? Is that like an intuitive yes, right? Or is that just me feeling lack or scarcity that if I don't take action right now, that I will fail in some way or I'm going to be whatever, right? Mm -hmm. So there's pieces of that, that like, you know, just really checking in with yourself because the thing about the full moon energy is, you know, yes, it's technically one day, but we know it's going to be leading up to it. Right. And it's going to even be like a little afterwards. And as we know, like Emily said, it's a cycle. Right. So even though it's the full moon, it's the culmination of whatever was starting, you know, I think it was April, uh, beginning of April, because I remember, I think it might have been like April 4th or I don't, something around that time. But, you know, still at the same time, like, you know, March was the beginning of Aries season. So there's pieces of that, that like, yeah, it is going to be a culmination, but it's still going to be like, whatever choices you're making at that time is still going to obviously impact your life afterwards. So just please recognize, like, it's not just like an ending of that. Like, it's just, you know, some six month cycle that has completed, but what you do with this completion energy is still a new beginning especially because it's Aries. <laughs> so it's like yeah. even more, even more symbolic of new beginnings. Yes. So, so yeah. And then of course, you know, my goodness, I'm like trying to think about so much that's happening, you know, even a- afterwards, if we go back to even just the topic of what you were saying about relationships, I think relationships is going to be one of the bigger themes of this month uh, Mm -hmm. for both Libra season, Scorpio season, um, eclipse season. These eclipses, at least for that Scorpio eclipse, is going to be with Venus involved. Interesting. Yeah. And Venus is in Libra right now. 
She's going to stay in Libra until I believe the 23rd. And then she enters Scorpio. And then two days later, she's involved with that eclipse. <laughs> so let's talk about, let's, let's talk about what, 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 what kind of like what that brings. Okay. I'm just, I'm just going to speak a little bit in regards to knowing some astrology knowledge. Venus is home in Libra. So she right. loves to be in Libra, right? Venus being the planet of, you know, relationships, romance, beauty, pleasure, joy, you know, abundance, you know, luxury. Venus is very much that divine feminine and she's thriving in Libra. Mm. Then she's going to enter Scorpio, which is her detriment. She yeah. doesn't, do, she doesn't do well in Scorpio. Oh, yikes. So there's pieces of that, that like, even though I personally feel Venus and Scorpio sounds fun. Right. <laughs> I, think that's, I think there's something there's, there's, I think my Venus is in the eighth house, right? That, so I think there's pieces of that, that I have a little bit of like that dark pleasure sometimes, like that dark right. femme that comes through, right? Totally. Like, it's like, it's like, all right, girl, like you got to like tone it down a little bit, right? Because Venus, Venus can get dangerous here. But at the same time, it is her detriment. So, and it's interesting that she's involved with that eclipse. So I will say that like, really right now, from the moment that we're recording till the end of this month, Venus is going to go through a little bit of a roller coaster ride. And so our relationships is very much on the forefront and it was on the forefront during that Mercury retrograde too. Totally. So, so I'm curious in regards to like how relationships will, and this is relation, this doesn't have to just be romance. But it is about what circling back to the first thing you were talking about, codependency, right? Mm -hmm. um, boundaries, okay? Um, also just like balancing, the way I see it is it could be balancing your relationships, whether it's personal with clients, right? It could also even be like business mentor. It could, or sorry, uh, mentor client, right? It could be business partnerships. That's what I meant to say, business partnerships. It could be um, your boss with you, right? Like relationships of all kinds, your family, your friends. But something that I've also recognized, and this is something in regards to what I'm remembering about the last eclipse. So this is something that I'm just kind of intuitively feeling into for myself personally, that sometimes it's not about what's happening directly to you. Sometimes it's about what's happening to people you love. And so what happens, especially as empaths, is now we are feeling their pain. We're feeling their grief. Mm. And so there's pieces of that that I remember just as an astrologer, mentor, healer, that I wasn't personally going through anything bad. I was actually in a really good place. I was in the beginning of a brand new relationship. I was exploring like the excitement of something new, but everyone around me was going through all of this chaos and I had to hold space for it mm -hmm. while also not attaching myself to their experience. And so that is also a point here that I want to remind people that sometimes it's not about you, right? Okay. It's about the people around you. And if that's the forefront of the relationships that need to come here and we need to remember how to kind of you know I don't know just like 
like what's the word I'm thinking of? I'm sorry, I'm like blanking out. There's pieces of this. We just have to protect our energy, mm-hmm. but also like not get lost in other people, like carry other people's weight as right. as well, right? Totally. So so I think that those are some themes and things we need to remember for this month. It could be so many different factors, new relationships, um, old relationships, relationships coming up for closure, um, could be an ending of a relationship. It could be, again, like for me, I'm personally dealing, well, I don't want to say dealing, but I'm, I'm personally holding space for my partner. He's going through grief with his family which is interesting because Scorpio is in my fourth house of family. And so I was thinking I was going to be grieving something with my family. Isn't that so interesting? Like, especially because you just obviously made that connection again. Um, Yeah. 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 That's huge. And with this Pisces, uh, what is it happening at the end of the month? Jupiter is moving into Pisces. Yep. Or, yeah. Re-entering and, Pisces. Yeah. So yep. I feel like that's a big, like, to awakening a lot of our sensitivities, our empathic, our intuitive abilities. And so even more that feeling. And Pisces is like, lacks lots of th- those boundaries, right? But we've been yep. working on our boundaries all year long and mm-hmm. strengthening a lot of that, like, okay, this is mine. I'm right Mm -hmm. here. I've taken care of myself first. How can I like hold space for you? Um, Excuse me there. Um, But yeah, it, that's been, I think that everything that you just said is absolutely like being highlighted again. Um, Mm -hmm. And also when you were talking about Venus moving into Scorpio and like how that's all going to play out just like how much imbalance that is Mm -hmm. and really to how much will be highlighted this month in the sense of like uh not imbalances but like extremes yes exactly that's what it is feelings we were talking about like Mm -hmm. that extreme of like I fucking know what's coming and I can get really lost in the knowing of what's coming and make up so so many different scenarios in my head but that's going to I already feel that spiral that vortex of like that will keep me trapped in this space of like well now all of these things can't happen and my energy so wrapped up in this that I'm gonna like just burn the fuck out and I'm gonna lose Mm -hmm. track you know what I mean so I know exactly what you mean yeah a lot of those boundaries that protection when you say energy protection um I (laughs) talked about how I don't really have a morning routine anymore but I do when I do have space and even if it's in my car I'll take a couple breaths before I go into somewhere close my eyes and just ground myself back into my body it doesn't even necessarily have to be like like, yes, please get witchy and please do your spells and please do all of the work, right? Yeah. But like, it mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily have to be like, well, what crystals do I need to protect? What do I have to like bring with me? What this, like, mm-hmm. it can be that experience with yourself. Um, so, but yes. also like grab your black tourmaline and grab like your <laughs> yeah. age and like, like anything that you need, you know, um, that makes you feel even more supported. That's what those tools are here for is even yes. more support. And, um, I feel like we're like kind of wrapping things up here. So I guess like my last little, like off of that and what I'm feeling 
for this month too, as we are in this kind of waiting space and in between, which is never comfortable. And then those endings and beginnings, which are never really comfortable. Mm -hmm. um, how can you support yourself and bring in like, as much of that as you can that word reparenting keeps coming up like what would you mm -hmm. give yourself like what what would you give yourself like and and give that to yourself is it more compassion is it um a better meal like is it you mm -hmm. know like go creating the space to get out of your head and go outside like your parents force you to do sports instead of sit inside and like watch tv right like whatever that is um mm. so that relationship shit that goes right back to that relationship of like that one-on-one -on -one reparenting um yes. but just set yourself up for success in the sense of like support yourself to the max like whatever mm. that is so yeah i think that is what i'll leave with but um yeah for you like I know you just like left with so many juicy nuggets but any like last like things yeah I mean one of the things that I wanted to mention just as like a quick little remembrance of like just the simple intention of what you were saying that you don't need these additional objects or things um when it comes to protecting your energy or kind of creating that wholeness within yourself it's just a simple you know prayer or intention at the end of the day saying I call all of my energy back to my body now, right? Like calling all of my energy back to my body because when we feel scattered, when we feel connected, when we're energetically everywhere all at once, which is very Mars and Gemini, right? There's gonna be pieces of this that we're going to have to just remember how to complete our day by feeling complete within ourselves. And it really is such a quick, simple, practical sentence right it, and so you can powerful. do it at the end of the day in your bed before you just you know close your eyes and it really just helps you um like just fill your body with all the nourishment and just again like I'm almost feeling like that cocoon like wrapping your body back up you want to hug yourself at the end of the night like please hug yourself right but it really just gets to be that simple intention um and the other pieces of this is yes there is going to be um a lot of like you said new beginnings and endings and when we're in that space it's just so important to just remember that one, I, I kept hearing this all like all day. So I'm just like being called to say it again here mm -hmm. that you don't have to go through this alone. And so what I feel that some people get caught up with, and it kind of is back to your message when you're saying express yourself, Emily, mm -hmm. what happens sometimes is especially Scorpio season, people are very much in their space and Scorpios are, um, they're, they're kind of hidden, right? They like to be alone. They like to kind of just go through things on their own time. And sometimes people can retreat and they can self-isolate. And so within that, they can feel alone. And that's very you know, it's a, it's a self-coping mechanism, you know, it's self-soothing mechanism, like whatever you need to do, if you need time alone, please honor it, create that sacred space for yourself. Um, but at the same time, just remember that you don't have to go through it 
all by yourself. You don't have to go through it alone. So there's pieces of this that it's like, you know, recognize that, especially right now as a collective, this is something we haven't said, you know, Saturn was retrograde since June in Aquarius, but Saturn will be out of retrograde. Pluto will also be out of retrograde. And so things are going to progress. And since Saturn is an Aquarius, this is actually really helpful because Aquarius energy is about community. It is about remembering like there's other um, friendships and like circles and just people that are just like you going through things. And there's healing in these groups there's um you know just a space for you to be heard and to be seen and be loved at just as you are and so i feel like this saturn in aquarius transit really just um created more of that and that's why in the online space you know especially through you know mediums such as tiktok and like everything that's happening like you see people coming together again so there's parts of this that yes can feel alone or feel like no one understands me or I like I whatever it is but just recognize like it's never too late to just reach out to a friend it's gonna be Mars in Gemini right it's gonna be a retrograde so Gemini is like just remember like you have resources right Mm -hmm. you have you have friends you have like even if you want to just call like a childhood friend someone you haven't talked to in so long or just reach out to like someone that just always made you smile made you laugh like Gemini energy just wants to like you know, just be playful, just be fun. So there's pieces of that, that like, if that's your human experience, right. That you're just like, kind of going through some nostalgia and like remembering things that like brought you joy with no conditions, right. Like just listening to like a Spice Girl CD or just something dumb, right. Like just something to just bring you a sense of like, um, that inner child, like, please just, just be with yourself in the most like, like the thing about Scorpio season is it's going to want to take everything so damn seriously, but just remember like what happens after Scorpio season is Sagittarius season. And it's just going to be like, all right, like November is going to feel like a party compared to October. Okay. So like, please just try your best to not take it all so, so, so seriously and like permanent right that's also very Scorpio like they feel very like all or nothing this is the only thing that I had and it's no please like try to zoom back out see the bigger picture and recognize like you know this is only temporary always if there's anything astrology has taught me it's that this is only temporary so I'll leave it on that note (laughs) I love that note that was the best like last note ever um that uh everything is so cyclical you guys it's just like it's not an accident and me and Danielle I know can go back and forth all day long and I also know that you got such like juicy nuggets and just like wisdom that you can sink into um during this episode so Danielle thank you so so much that I guess the last thing I guess I don't want to keep going back and forth the last thing I'll say but that community aspect which will lead me into where we can find you because I know you have such a beautiful community um, that you have cultivated and created um, but that is huge coming back to community you are not alone reach out to people um therapy like if that's community but like there's also just this big call for like like community again circles um 
healing and community. That's huge. So, yes. but where can we find you? Because Danielle has an amazing astrology community and all of her content is so amazing. Um, mm. And I will link everything in the show notes, but where can we come play with you? <laughs> yes. So my Instagram handle is aligned with Danielle. That's definitely like the place where I'm always updating with the astrology transits and like, you know, different embodiment practices, different things to be aware of. Um, but I also, um, right now I do have my membership, which is like my little community that I'm yes. starting. I just started it a couple months ago and it's Girl, building and it's so fun. I see it, what you're doing. It, it's, it's so much so fun. fun. Yeah. yeah. And it's very simple, but it's also very um, exciting for like little baby astrologers who want to learn how to like read their chart for the first time, or just even interpret different energies and understand not just the knowledge, because I'm the type of astrologer that I'm not just trying to feed you information as you saw in this um, or heard in this podcast. You know, it's really just about like, okay, well, what do I do with that? <laughs> like, what, what do I do with that energy? Okay. Totally. So I just love to give you different um, actual things you could do for each transit for you know, it's not just the new moon and the full moon, but it's everything in between and just teach you, um, you know, where this is going to be impacting your life. And so that's what we're doing in my membership. Um, but everything can be found through my Instagram and also my Facebook. And I am on TikTok. Um, I'm a little bit of a baby TikToker, uh, but I like to have fun in there sometimes. And I usually use TikTok more for like humor purposes because it's just like fun to like do some of the trends and so stuff. Fun. Um, but yeah, so come play with me, come hang out. And, um, thank you so much, Emily, for having me, because obviously talking to you is always just like soul sister vibes and it just works and flows. Um, but thank you for creating this space and yeah, thanks for everyone who listened and I'm just happy to be here. Yes. Thank you, Danielle. Thank you everyone for tuning in today until next time, fill your cup family.